The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Tampering is defined by the Webster Dictionary as to interfere so as to weaken or change for the worse. Or what every damn team did in the NBA before 6 p.m. today. You're telling me 35 guys signed within 10 minutes? I've signed contracts before. It takes a little bit longer than that to put them together. Anyways, welcome here to the Toronto Raptors Hoop Ball Podcast. I'm here today, as usual, with Kieran Smythe. Good day. And Ben Harrison. What's going on? And if you are looking to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HoopBallRaptors. And Kieran, do you want to tell the people how to find you on the interwebs? Sure, they can find me on Instagram at KDilla1981 and Twitter is at K underscore Dilla. Excellent. Ben, same question. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. That's at Benny and the Raps on each. I've uh, been a little quiet lately, but uh, we'll see if we can fix that. Excellent. And if for some reason you're trying to see what I'm saying, you can follow me on Twitter at Brendan Hodgins. That's at Brendan Hodgins on Twitter. If you have a moment, this would be the time to head on down to hoop-ball.com. That's hoop dash ball.com a lot just happened in the nba there's going to be a lot of ramifications coming forward for you know long-term betting forecasts as well as oh fantasy is going through the roof if you have been on twitter in the last couple of hours you know what i'm talking about so please head on down to hoop-ball.com all right other than the obvious fact that yes every single team in the nba was tampering before uh this uh, deadline passed uh some stuff happened, some things happened, yeah. but we'll get to that in a moment because we still haven't discussed the draft yet. Where other things happened and other stuff happened that may have surprised a couple of Raptors fans out there. But, Ben, I think you may have something to say about the Scotty Barnes pick based on the fact that you were talking about that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, I don't know, a month or so ago, um, I had brought his name up as a guy that looked real good as, you know, a guy that would fit in real well with this team and just one of our type guys with a lot of long-term potential. Um, at that time, though, I was saying he would be a great pick at number seven. Um, the Raptors certainly uh, shocked the NBA world a little bit when they took him at number four. Of course, everyone thought we were going to go Jalen Suggs, but, um, but if you had uh, kind of been reading between the lines just leading up to the draft... Um, not only the Raptors, but a lot of teams that had uh, done workouts with Scotty were saying really good things about him, and he was starting to move up the mock drafts. Um, so I wasn't altogether surprised with the pick. Um, I'm a little more curious about you know the uh, the long term vision of the team here and the direction, but that's uh, we'll get into that later. But but uh, yeah, I'm excited about him for sure. You know, he's um, you know high end ceiling is. Kawhi Leonard type, right? With uh, just his profile. Low end is, I don't know, maybe more, could be the Pascal Siakam replacement, but, you know, we'll see what he brings. Mm-hmm. But I like the pick. I do. All right. Kieran, how do you feel about it? I'm generally optimistic, too. Um, you know, a little surprised that we didn't go the obvious route um, as a sort of, a, especially with Lowry leaving, right? Like, um, 
Suggs was a bit more of a direct replacement immediately for Lowry, but I think we're we're putting some money on uh, some bets on Flynn and uh, Van Vliet to be able to hold down the the point. So um, yeah, no, this guy seems like high energy, great defense. Um, he's definitely excited to play in Toronto, so that's good. Um, yeah, I was already saw just scrolling through news and there was articles about where he's been spotted in Toronto and he's already you know a household name this and that but uh, he's definitely playing that up and yeah I heard he had some good uh, workouts apparently um, Jalen Suggs didn't have the best workout with the Raptors when he came out so that may or may not have factored in who knows but uh, yeah no he seems like uh, there's potential there I'm not you know those guys have a better idea about what they're doing than I do from you know reading some things and watching some video clips but uh no i like what i see uh so far so we'll see but yeah i think he'll be a good fit uh not the best three-point shooter so i mean i'm assuming they're going to be putting in a lot of work uh with him in that respect because that's sort of our style of play and um if you can't do that that's going to be an issue but um yeah other than that he's looking really good and he'll fit he'll uh be another big key in our defense so seems that's the sort of the direction we're going is lockdown defense and uh you know go from there yeah so here what you're just saying there with the defense and like just the being a uh physical marvel and whatnot um wingspan is seven two uh 0.75 he's six seven without shoes so like he's literally wider than he is tall yeah um and that is kind of what it seemed what the raptors did with this draft if you kind of look at the other two picks too Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, yeah. Banton and uh, Johnson, um, both kind of like you know, around, everybody is six seven apparently in this draft, <laughs> except, <laughs> except for <laughs> David Johnson was a little bit shorter. But um, you know, you know, wingspan six ten in that area for both those guys. You know, tall, kind of that point, like one, uh, what, like you, you almost like guard forwards. You know, yeah. that hybrid two yeah. three. Well, they were both, um, from what I understand, like Scotty Barnes was coming off the bench playing point uh, for a lot of his time at Florida, um, which is pretty cool. He was averaging, what, four and a half assists for them, um, mostly coming off the bench. So those are real, real encouraging numbers. You know, even if he does have to work on his shooting, it's not like, um, you know, he's starting from a much better place than, say, your Ben Simmons types. Um, But, yeah, and I noticed the other guy, um, what's his name, David Johnson, he was a six-nine point guard as well, so they're definitely opting for size, going the kind of other direction from Kyle Lowry. <laughs> yeah, uh, someone said, uh, like I saw a tweet somewhere on, and it was just like the Raptors' entire draft strategy, and it was just our measuring tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once your wingspan, you're hired. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. We're we're going the actually. Well, David Johnson seems like he's probably got a, a pretty nice shot. Um, for, yeah, but guards, 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 right? So I'm, I don't know what's going to happen with the uh, with the four and five position for us, but uh, we'll see. I don't know if there's. I haven't heard anything about Kem Birch or anyone like that, Gillespie or anybody signing back. So we'll see. But it's definitely something needs to happen there because I don't want to go down this this hole again of just not taking the center position seriously like last year and you know starting with a bad off to a bad start. So we'll see. That's true, but it does, uh, the, the Barnes pick, it does unlock some interesting lineups where you could use, like, OG, Siakam, and uh, and Scotty Barnes in some combination of the 3-4-5, right, and do that, that smaller uh, modern lineup. Yeah. No, that Who would knows? be super interesting, but 
in a game where we're like, okay, we need to get a couple big rebounds here. Who are we going to put out? You know, that's the, there's certain scenarios where we don't want that and we need to have some alternative. But definitely, I mean, depending how this guy turns out, that could be a scary, you know, front court to, to, to deal with. So It could go the other way, too, uh, where they put him at the two, and then all of a sudden you have this, you know, if you have a traditional center like Ken Birch like that or something, Gillespie, you know, those guys are playing good regular minutes. Uh, all of a sudden you have this crazy big lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, yeah, both those guys... Um, Banton, everyone's a point guard that we signed, but just yeah, oversized, right? So like Ben Simmons kind of, kind of thing, especially with no sh- no three point shot. But um, yeah, so we could definitely put out a pretty big lineup, have like little Fred Van Vliet and then four Giants. Yeah, and uh, yeah. like the oh sorry, Ben, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, are you guys um, are you disappointed we don't have Suggs? How do you feel about that? Um, personally, I don't really, I didn't see enough of him to, to become too attached or think he's, you know, the next best thing, you know, um, he's still got to prove himself in the NBA, just like anybody else. So speculation aside, I'm going to try to believe in these guys that they, uh, you know, Messiah, whoever made these decisions knows what they're doing and what their vision is for the future. Right. So, um, you know, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on him and then in the future, it'll be real easy to look back and say, we did the right thing or, you know, should have done this. But, uh, yeah. you know, I'm, 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 uh, I'm not too upset about it. I mean, I like all the reactions from everybody because everyone's just yeah. losing it over it and upset and, you know, confused and everything. But, um, yeah, you know, I was yeah, kind of a little before the uh, little extra pressure on Scotty <laughs> that were saying um, talking about this guy. So I kind of that's what sort of brought him to my attention moving in. So I had him on the mind a little bit, but I was still quite surprised we didn't take the you know 99 percent everyone's been saying we're gonna do so yeah yeah i'm always uh i was okay with it because i'm always leery of those guys that like only kind of come on the radar after the uh the march madness like mm-hmm. if he yeah, if they the didn't shots. go to that title game and he hits that shot like yeah. is he in the top five you know what I mean? yeah so. yeah exactly right like that's not something you're gonna do all the time or you know in every clutch scenario so yeah you never know that could very well have played a played a big role in it so and i guess that's kind of what the tournament's about too right so you know he gave him a good run but i feel like um barnes had you know had a better like you said he was coming off the bench from a better team with just less minutes right so you didn't have as much time to shine or it wasn't the the central the point of their team so they weren't always running the offense to him or anything like that so didn't necessarily have monster numbers but uh you know solid sort of across the board so definitely a lot to work with there so i think that's basically the goal yeah it was interesting too i read he did uh he turned down a couple of schools like he um he was offered at duke kansas kentucky and he went with florida state even though they didn't even promise him a starting role so Hmm. interesting good team guy there yeah 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 i guess he's got a great attitude so i think he'll be fun to watch and easy to cheer for you know so yeah, it is one of those things where you're saying, like, Suggs, they kind of come out of nowhere. Uh, so I agree with you, both you guys there. It was just, you know, you get your head set on a certain thing, being like, all right, this is what's going to happen. Or you're like, oh, something's going to happen. There's going to be a trade, and we're going to get Mobley, one of those things. Mm-hmm. And then there's no trade down, and you end up with uh, with a different guy than you thought you are going to get. So there's the first, like, 30 seconds. 
And then I checked Twitter where everybody was losing their minds. And then I thought to myself, I remember Ben talking about this guy. I remember looking at it a little bit. I'm not particularly worried with the pick. I think it's going to be just fine. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, I'm just going to lose you guys here for one second. Uh, ben, if you want to go into the exhaustive detailing of some of the more important signings here, and if you uh, guys want to quickly uh, go over it, and I'll be back in one second. All right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we, uh, what are we, 9.30 we're coming to you here, PM. On, uh, so it's only been three and a half hours of free agency, and there's already been probably half a billion dollars handed out. Yeah. Just just like every year, of course. But every year, the like... Uh, they said it was going to be, you know, kind of a quiet, like a, a bit of a bust free agency. Not that many big, big players, but sure enough, another half billion. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, we got, what was um, on? Brendan just mentioned. Yeah, Gary Brendan Trent. just mentioned. Oh yeah, Gary Trent, of course. Yeah, yeah. so Gary Trent's coming back to the Raptors. Yeah. Um, didn't take too long either. Looks like um, both parties were happy with each other, wanted to get something done. So he's coming back. Three years. Uh, three uh, years, fifty-four million. Yeah player option in the third year uh, that seems pretty reasonable for what we've seen from him and everything like you know that gives him plenty of time to establish himself further and like and he's basically he's a direct like we've been saying a direct replacement for norm powell so he's good good uh number two like we got some we got some pretty good lineups depending on you know i think we only have six guys actually signed right now but um yeah like we didn't really even mention him when we were talking our you know couple of big lineups small liners but yeah gary trent good solid guy to have in there so glad to see we got him uh him re-signed well yeah because i'm thinking it's um and we'll get into it with the lowry deal but um uh, depending on whether goran dragic actually stays with uh with the team mm-hmm. i guess gary trent could be starting next to fred van fleet yeah and then have um flynn come off the bench for van fleet and who knows so we'll do it the two spot right now but we have a few options depending on how we go with the lineups. Yeah, yeah. I thought Gary Trent's deal was uh, was pretty reasonable as well, especially when I saw like you know Lonzo Ball got twenty one million. So I was thinking, okay, we got a pretty good pretty good deal here on Gary Trent. Yeah, you, you always forget in the NBA because it seems like so much money, but they just have so much money, right? Like, especially compared to you know hockey or something else, where you know the best guys in the league might be making you know eleven million dollars a year. Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. Making 18 seems high, but yeah, no, that's uh, definitely reasonable on a three-year term. I'll take it. Have we talked about Chris Paul yet? <laughs> no. no, no 40 million. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, so he's my favorite. I mean, he's just laughing, right? Because it was only a couple years ago that um, he had, I'm pretty sure, the exact same contract. And it was deemed like the worst contract in the league. Houston had to give up all those picks to Oklahoma to get rid of it. Sure enough, he's able to cash another one. Going into his age 40 season. Yeah, that so, one's something good for else. him. <laughs> but, oh, I guess you guys uh, talked quickly about uh, Lowry being... No, we um, okay. We just talked no, about Trent, Trent, his deal. Okay, yeah. We're all um, I it. caught the end there. That was, yeah, I, I agree. It's I think the first year is 16 point something something million, and then it goes up a little bit from there on out. Yeah. I think it averages around 18 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's reasonable. It's, it's a reasonable deal. Um he, obviously, he's not going to replace Lowry because he doesn't, you know, do the assist thing and yeah. uh, whatnot. But no. he's going to score. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He's going to take a lot of shots. So, he gets, he and he plays pretty good defense. Chemistry with uh, yeah. Van Vliet and Flynn, and then uh, yeah, he'll be all set. Um, 
So yeah, Lowry. We might as well talk about Lowry. That's probably like one of the biggest things to happen. Yeah, not to, not to bury the lead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of haven't heard. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of time, I guess. But uh, it still would have been nice. And I, you know, Lowry, I'm pretty sure has said he's going to retire as a Raptor. So I'm sure he'll come back for a date. Well, if he sure, wins but. three freaking rings with the Heat, <laughs> yeah, comes back and just signs <laughs> for the date. Like, all right, I'm out. Um, but yeah, no, good for him. You know, I mean, he's him and Jimmy Butler are great friends, so uh, it'll be fun watching him down there. As much as we're gonna miss him, and you know, he's been there so much, so much for the Raptors. But um, yeah, it it's, couldn't have gone on forever. It would have been a nice fairy tale ending, but you know, we all got to do what we got to do. So if it makes sense, and you know, we don't lose yeah. him for nothing, then uh, yeah, we'll all yeah. take what we can get. And, you know, he gets to, uh, like, signing that one last deal there. You know, that's putting him, that's generational money, you know? That's so. huge, too, yeah. Three years at his age, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, good for him. It's perfect. That's and what I mean. Horrible. I don't think any, any, yeah, I don't think any Raptors fan is going to be mad at Kyle Lowry, right? He got offered three years, $90 million in South Beach, like, yeah. <laughs> this for his last contract. Who's saying yeah. no to that? And is there income tax in Florida? How does it work? No, that's another uh, tax-free, tax-free yeah. state down there. So he gets pretty much all of that. So that's it's uh, not a bad little thing, right? No, I think um, I haven't seen too many people mad at Lowry or the organization. I think they're just you know sad to see him go, like we all are. But uh, yeah, I haven't. I literally, I don't think I've seen anyone who's you know upset with Lowry or you know any kind of anger. like there's a lot of you know no one's burning lowry jerseys nothing like that <laughs> we're just celebrating what what he did for us and everything so um yeah no i think overall it's going to be uh good for everybody involved are they retiring number seven i could oh, see it when he comes like will, yeah. you know if yeah exactly when he retires from the league especially if he you know does a you know some sort of deal to just be a raptor retire it I could definitely see that. But if not, yeah, yeah. He's going to get the statue out front. He's going to get the jersey retired. Statue too, wow. Yeah, yeah with that big butt hanging off the back. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear way too much talk today about his uh, his physique. I was, I was getting a little annoyed. But uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, you got to have fun with it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were saying, that's not going to fly in Miami. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's uh, they're printing money over there. Did you see Jimmy Butler got forty seven a year, I believe. And uh, yeah, and Duncan, Duncan Robinson. Robinson. Duncan Robinson got another ninety million. Uh, what? I don't know. How, every year they seem to be capped out, and then they they just pull something out of the air. But yeah, I guess the like Iguodala's money's gone, and then with uh, Dragic's. But yeah, yeah maybe so they, they only have four guys signed right now, though. That's also possible. They still need money. Yeah. For <laughs> Yeah, it's just like all league minimums. Yeah. Well, so what? Uh, so what's the return here? Have we have we pegged it down? No, because I guess they have until Friday to fully like like none of these deals are actually in effect until Friday. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, they they all technically could change, or um, that's why it always says reported. Mm-hmm. Is reported to this? Was reported to that? Um, and the idea that I've seen uh, from a few people like Blake Murphy, et cetera, online is that they're Raptors. It's likely Goran Dragic and Precious uh, Achiwa coming back, but uh, Goran's probably not going to be with the Raptors for very long. They're thinking there's a third team that's going to be involved here. Hmm. And that's that why it hasn't been a more interesting. 
Yeah. And that's why it's uh, everybody just said, yeah, Lowry in agreement with uh, the Heat. However, they've also kind of said, well, it's a sign and trade, but then they haven't said no one has officially reported anything other than it is likely that these two players. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Precious then will be, you know, pretty big part of that center rotation. If he's healthy. Um, yeah, I'm assuming. Um, he's still young and there's still a lot to prove there, so it's hard to tell, but. I, I, they must. They must still be going for another. They can't just be Precious and uh, you know Gillespie. Yeah, you think we'd get a, a pick at least? Although Miami doesn't have much left in the way of picks, but well, that's where I think the third team comes in because apparently uh, okay. Gora and Dragic wants to be a member of the Mavs, so they're trying to work something through with the Mavs. Uh, okay, we'll take okay. Doncic. <laughs> <laughs> Complete the deal. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's an interesting thing that's been going on over there too. Uh, I'm like, unless they sign somebody in the last like 15 minutes that I'm unaware of, Dallas pretty much is just running it back after all of the news and everybody talking about how, oh, there's not enough help for Doncic, mm-hmm. and then they just have the exact same team. Well, there's still talk of uh, DeRozan still hanging out there, and okay, they're on and the I guess list, I believe. Rashad Holmes hasn't been signed yet. Oh, DeRozan down there would be pretty cool. There's also talk of him going to Miami, though I can't imagine he would take that much of a discount. But. Yeah, I, that's that's cute, and I'll get reunited. He would be on like the league minimum at this point. Like, there's no. <laughs> well, they could make like a Bad Boys movie trailer with those two in Miami. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought like five years ago that Kyle Lowry and Demar Derozan would be like headlining a free agent class? <laughs> well, yeah, no, the. Uh... The league this year, well, there was supposed to be, this was supposed to be, like, the big free agency class, right? And then everybody kind of signed extensions a year or two ago, and there was a couple of trades. Yeah. And then Kawhi's knee exploded. And apparently he is still, like, trying to play games, Kawhi, to, like, see where he can end up or get more money or something like that, so... Mm. That would be wild if he goes somewhere else. That's a huge shakeup. <laughs> well, he goes if he goes somewhere else on a two-year deal... But player opt out on the second one, never actually plays for the team and comes back to the Clippers <laughs> or something. I could see him doing that. Oh, I hope not. I hope not. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty, pretty good at that sort of stuff there. There's no tampering for the players, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, interesting. Yeah, he still hasn't resigned. Eh? Yeah, I guess pretty much everybody else is out there. Yeah, no, I'm just going through right now. Um, Here's the problem with the NBA uh, trying to figure out. It's pretty much only Twitter that you can find stuff on at, like, a decent, like, pace. Everything else is, like, three hours behind. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, the other one, uh, I guess the Lakers were the other big one, right? They kicked things off with the Russ Westbrook trade. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, going to be a very interesting look. They just got uh, Dwight Howard, too, I think, re-signed with them, I saw. So, yep. Um, that's There's not enough wild. basketballs on the floor for for those three guys. Yeah, like LeBron, that. Anthony Davis. Um, you got the, your big man. Like, it's crazy. Plus Westbrook in the mix now. I don't know uh, I don't know how those, those egos are going to work in the locker room, but, you know, best of luck. That's yeah, four teams in four years for Westbrook. They're gonna be. It's gonna be fun to watch. I will be looking forward to seeing how that all plays out and what they can do. But 
Oh yeah, I, I want to can every see game, pretty but. much the <laughs> end of every game ending in that meme with uh, LeBron holding his hands out and pointing at the net with his face all angry. Yeah, yeah. when Brett Russell Westbrook Smith. lets uh, but yeah. instead of yeah Smith, it's Westbrook just chucking up a shot. <laughs> yeah, with freaking fifteen seconds to go and just like bouncing it off the backboard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would not be surprised. That's hilarious. Ben, your what your boy Caruso signed with the Bulls. Oh, did he? Yeah, the Bulls yep. are just continue to be my be my favorite team. What do they give eighty five million to uh, Lonzo Ball there? I guess that's their core now: Lonzo, Levine, and uh, and Vooch. They gave a lot to Caruso too. I think it was like thirty seven million or something. It was it was a, it was a high enough number that it uh, raised some eyebrows. Of course, they did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Could be uh, the Knicks though. Like the Knicks just spent a whole bunch of money on some guys to be finished sixth in the East. So did they? I saw they got back uh, Derrick Rose, which I liked. Yep. That seemed like a Nerlens good price. Noel, what else did they do? Uh, they had the re-signed Nerlens. They signed uh, Evan Fournier to a ridiculous yeah. deal too. Oh yeah, yeah, like forty-three million or something like that. I mean, yeah, they had to beat Boston's offer, I guess. But yeah, so. It's it's one of those things where I'm uh, I'm looking at the Raptors here just to bring it back and they're not they, well they basically they they're sort of figuring everything out with this Lowry trade before they can make their other moves yeah. presumably, um, but if you look at the the teams in the East there's kind of like the three teams at the top if you think about it, uh, depending on what happens with Philly Philly uh, the Bucks and Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then there's like a let's say five to six teams that you think will be in the playoffs uh, underneath that. But none of them really look good enough to have a shot to beat those top three teams in a match, right? Like in a seven-game series? What about Miami now? Yeah, I don't know. Because like, they're they're not going to have any depth. Yeah. Like they're, they gave all their money to their starting five. And like, you know, we all know as the playoffs go along, it's usually some guy that comes out of nowhere off your bench that lights up like a game or two that wins you a series, right? Yeah. You don't have that. And they're, they're not particularly big, Miami. And they're going up against big teams. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we'll see. So, back to the, what I was saying with the Raptors, it's like this might be the season kind of to, to sit it out a little bit. Think I don't know. Well, I mean, it's yeah. With, with the new guy, especially if we're going to be giving him a serious amount of time, I mean, he's, he's not going to be an instant, you know, NBA phenom probably. Um, so it's going to be some growing pains. Plus, without um, if you know Siakam's not there for the start of the season or Boucher, uh, depending on how the recovery goes, um, we'll be coming out the gate slowly too. So um, you know, I don't know about you know. The team to take it easy or anything like that, because um, we I think you know depending on the moves we make here, I think we will look pretty good and have a decent amount of depth. Not a whole lot of like superstar power, but a decent amount of depth and some like tricky defensive matchups that we can uh, throw out there. So I um, mean, we can give these teams a good run for their money in a seven-game series. Sure, it's those are some pretty stacked teams. One won the championship, and then you know Brooklyn, if they can stay healthy, is obviously. Uh, just a ridiculous with just a, their big three. So um, I feel I feel like Philly's sort of dropping a few steps down. Though I don't even know if they're going to be in that conversation with the elite teams in the East this year. Um, who knows? But I mean, with the how hard they were trying to shot Ben Simmons, if he does end up sticking around, if we can't get rid of him, 
Um, oh, that would be just awful. Yeah, exactly. Them. Right. Like get him out of there. Um, but even still, that's a huge shakeup and a, you know, I don't know I don't, I just don't think they're going to have the, the same chemistry or anything that they've had for the past couple of seasons. We'll see, but I feel like they might be, you know, four or five, uh, instead of, you know, one, two or three, but we'll see. And beat is kind of a monster when he wants to be. So yeah. Yeah, it really depends on, on the return they get for Simmons, that's mm-hmm. for sure. And right now, nobody's probably even taken Daryl Moore's phone calls. But Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Like, the, everybody's just wasted all their money and, like, used up all their, uh, like, the, the, their sign-and-trade kind of aspects, right? Like, all the guys that they had contracts that they could get rid of are gone. Yeah, Simmons, uh, he's so young, though, and everything. Like, he doesn't have to go to a t- contender. Like, even OKC could conceivably trade for him, right? So... Well, they have um, 9 million picks, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in fact, I wouldn't even be that surprised. But uh, do you make anything of the talk? I'm sure you've seen it that uh, the Scotty Barnes, uh, Scotty Barnes pick kind of means uh, Pascal Siakam's on the block. I think that he was on the block sort of anyways. Not like for very serious offers. Not like I know everybody when we were making fun of uh, the Golden State package that kept getting mm-hmm. put out there. Yeah. You'd have to yeah. be something better better than that, but Yeah, I think they were at least entertaining offers, you know. Yeah. So at you know, last year it wouldn't even wouldn't even have been a discussion. Same obviously mm-hmm. all a couple years, you know, he was our go to guy this year. I think, you know, we'd still once we don't trade him then it's you know we gotta go back to that route but i think they definitely considered an alternative for a while and i think at this point if we stick with him um i still think i don't think he's necessarily on the blocks but i i think he's probably sweating a little bit because if this guy does you know (laughs) you know improve and you know he basically yeah he is almost a direct replacement in a way um so the I younger, prettier that, model. But I don't think so. I think they, if anything, they'll try to groom them to sort of complement each other. And um, Yeah, he's a bit smaller than Siakam, too. Like, yeah. he's long and stuff, but he's, like, Siakam's, what, 6'10", 6'11"? Yeah, he's more of a, you know, a big guard rather than a small forward, right? So, yeah, um, yeah I don't think it's a, it's a direct matchup or anything like that. But, um, again, just being talked about in the rumors and things, when you were, you know, such a lock, I think that's got to be on Siakam's mind a bit, but hopefully he just, I just want him to focus, you know, don't worry about any of that other nonsense <laughs> and just do what he was, when he, when he did it well last year, he was doing a pretty good job. So I'd like to just see him continue that. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a bounce back year for him when he was, you know, healthy and there was just a roller coaster overall, but I still liked a lot of the stuff he was doing. He was putting up some pretty good numbers, getting his assists up, getting his rebounds up, still scoring. So, yeah, and I, th- I think uh, if we give him some, if we give him like, enough people around him to distract, because that's why he did so well with Kawhi Leonard, right? So if we can just get a couple people that we have to spread the floor a bit for him, it makes a huge difference for him. Um, when he's the, when they know it's like, okay, we're giving it to Siakam to see what he can do, he struggles a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Well, especially when he's got to go up against the other team's five, you know, like mm-hmm. if that's who they put it, protecting the rim. Probably outweighs him by 30 pounds. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for the Raptors, the only guy that's pretty much untouchable would probably be Ananobi. And he's not even that untouchable because if the name Beal or, you know, Lillard is involved. Yeah, there's a few he might be out. Yeah. You kind of have it, to do what you have to do. But yeah. beyond, you know, a, a certified star, 
Yeah, Ananobi's still too young, too good, great defense. Like, it's just, you know, who knows how good he's going to be still. He's still got that, that potential to grow a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think we got a good uh, little gem there. So I don't think that's really a reality. But, like you said, if the it'd be like the DeMar DeRozan situation. Where it's like, no, 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 we're not going to trade you. We're not going to trade you. Hey, do you want Kawhi Leonard? Uh, sorry. <laughs> Here's your hat. What's your hurry? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Forgot what we said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saw a bunch of like, there's all this little like Demar Derozan gossip things that have been going around with like, oh, he hung up on Masai when he got the call, and well, yeah, I guess he he actually like spoke about it for the first time. Wouldn't say Masai's name, things like that. But uh, yeah, so many articles just about like little like you know childish things like that. Like, okay, you hung up on him. Great. Like, you don't need an article on it. That's, uh, yeah, he was angry. He was hurt. We all know that, but, uh, I guess. Well, you remember, yeah. like, Lowry was pretty put out by it at the time, too. Like, there was mm-hmm. all sorts of, uh, damage control that needed to happen, and then the ultimate damage control happened. Yeah. Well, DeMar, he oh, deleted sure. his entire, like, all of his, uh, Instagram was wiped immediately. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was definitely, he was hurt. Um, and I mean, you know, rightfully so, but. Again, like we said before, like history is the ultimate judge, and that was the right move. Yeah, I think it worked out well for both guys. Like he, uh, he definitely grew his game in San Antonio under Popovich, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as a playmaker, and he's about to. I don't know. I've heard talk that he might get uh, uh, probably about what Chris Paul got, so 120 million for himself on uh, one of his last deals here. So. So I think it worked out well for both parties there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it would have been enough. nice to see him. Like, I mean, you know, we all love DeMar DeRozan. He was maybe the only guy more loyal than Kyle Lowry. Um, so it sucked in that sense. But, you know, at the end of the day, what are we here for? To, like, you know, love our players or to win championships, right? So hopefully both. But, uh, yeah, we, was, we had to make a business decision. And here we are. We got a, we got a ring. We got a banner. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I hope, uh, like... That's what, what I'd like the Raptors' direction to be. Like, if we can't get a star this year, let's at least try and stay in that position where we're just one piece away like we were then. Yeah. You know, I think that's go. the team we're building now. If it's not good enough, I think we're, yeah, we're putting ourselves in a position where, yeah, one one move could make the, the big difference again. So um, it's going to be a pretty fun year, I think, depending on how the signings go. But like I said, the, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how the money works with Birch, but I definitely want to see that guy back, man. Those offensive rebounds alone. Even yeah. if he does nothing else, you know, like he was so good at that. So the best way that I just heard uh, you guys talking about there, like you know, being the one piece away, like if we're not like in contention this year, is the uh, the waves versus windows kind of philosophy. It's like okay. instead of like right. you know going all out to have a window. That you uh, you know always just keep yourself just out of it like so your wave goes yeah. down a little bit but it doesn't take much to go back up mm-hmm. so you're sort of always relevant yeah yeah no it's a tricky place to be because you also don't want to be like the Indiana Pacers and my apologies to those guys but uh, you know they just get bounced in the first round every year they're never really in contention but they're always in it a little bit like and, a, you know. another Toronto team that might go unmentioned here oh jeez. <laughs> See, the only good thing that we got going for us is we've, like, our our culture is still kind of the opposite with the exception of last season where we've been expected to be, you know, making the playoffs. We've been one of the top teams. So we don't have that, you know, they're they're on the other end of that. They're the, you know, 
mediocre middle yeah. of the the the, the Portland path. Trailblazers kind of effect. Yeah, yeah, right. Whereas we're sort of on the the top side of that. So yeah, we definitely don't want to slide down to there to you know battle out with them down there. But I think uh, I don't know. I got a good feeling about this year. I think we'll do all right. Yeah, and you mentioned culture too there. Um, I think that's a good argument against trading Siakam because like we just lost Kyle Lowry, who's the ultimate heart and soul of this team. Mm-hmm. If you move Siakam too, now we're starting to look. You know, there's a lot of new faces in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, yeah. Maybe we lose that kind of team. winning style. Yeah, yeah. Well, fair enough. And uh, you know, we're kind of getting near the end of uh, the discussion here. Before you know, we'll we'll have another podcast out relatively soon as the Raptors make a couple more moves and maybe we'll hear something about Masai or maybe not uh, but just uh, I think we will yeah uh, ending uh, kind of here there was a, a good uh, tweet that it should be the sentiment that everybody should have here it was uh, from at Keith Smith NBA and it just goes I know it's a sad day for Raptors fans but banners are forever mm-hmm. so you know we got that we got that with Lowry it's a, no one can take it away from us um, and let's uh, hope that some of the new guys that coming in here and well we have no idea what's about to, what's coming in this uh, trade here if it goes a three-way trade or whatnot but uh, some of these new guys get to enjoy a couple of championships here as well we can only hope yeah so as we get uh, through the end here of the off season we'll be reporting back in with everybody to kind of see what's going on and whether or not there's a couple of trades or if there is another you know big signing um i i know there's going to be a lot of a lot of depth pieces added here so maybe we'll just kind of do one after like three or four guys get included and we can kind of see what the team looks like yeah um anything uh, you guys want to finish on there or you uh you think we wrapped it up i think we got pretty much everything we we're talking about i guess we didn't talk about the uh the assistant coach there but that's oh pretty yeah much- uh, Nate Mitchell, who uh, used to be with the 905 as an assistant coach, is coming back. I think he was a Charlotte uh, in the interim. Okay, uh, yeah, he's yeah. considered to be another one of those guys, kind of like the other two that we hired. A uh, very good culture guy, uh, great with players. Uh, he's very, very uh, high development uh, skills. So Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I think that completes the bench now. I think I think we thought it was the the last hire there, but uh, nope. Nate Mitchell, full bench now. <laughs> yeah, they got a, they got a couple dozen coaches there. Max. Yeah, uh, exactly. The coaching staff. The only uh, the only other thing was, um, I guess, what's his name, Delano Banton, the second round pick. He's the first ever Toronto. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, first Canadian ever drafted. Yeah. Uh, first Canadian first to be drafted. Draft. Yeah, which. Can you imagine that feeling on draft night? Because you have no idea. You might be going to Utah. And then, uh, oh, I saw know, a lot of people are speculating you just go undrafted, actually. So, um, yeah, no. yeah. He seemed pretty now. excited by it as well. Oh, there was man. a lot of talk uh, involving him. I did see a couple funny things yeah. being like, so is like Johnson just like sitting at home doing nothing then? Because we just keep seeing like all this stuff about the Toronto guy at yeah. the Banton and, uh, you know, Scotty Barnes every 10 seconds they're on Instagram, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he couldn't get a flight to town? Like what happened there? <laughs> yeah, he's probably but, like at the uh, gym or something. I don't know. He's shy. Yeah, I just like yeah. that pick though because he's probably going to go to the G League next year and like who's going to work harder than that guy to get to wear a Raptors yeah. jersey, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be something else. That you know, that's going to be like you know, if we ever if everybody thought the Chris Boucher, you know, mm-hmm. his first game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that man. one's going to yeah, be bananas. Chris Boucher. Yeah, they. I could. I still. I think we've talked about it, but I still remember how he would just chuck shots up at the end of games. 
and it would go so quiet and you know you missed a few of them back then and people were just you could hear the the disappointment in the crowd they just wanted him to succeed and yeah you just know in toronto it's going to be even more so with the with the new hometown the, the hometown ben, yeah. hero plus the other canadians we hopefully still have on our team so uh yeah no people will be uh, loving that all right, so there's a positive note to end the podcast on after it was a bit of a somber start here. Uh, looking forward to uh, a couple more signings and then the beginning of the season, which is only like, oh, Jesus, like less, almost about two months away. Mm-hmm. So, We're getting there. Thank you, Kieran, for joining me here today. Pleasure as always. Ben, thank you very much as well. Yes, indeed. We'll see what happens next. Yeah, and uh, as always, we love you, B, and everybody out there. You have a good night, and you know, try to get some sleep. Not trying to keep track of everything that's uh, getting picked out there. Thank you very much. Bye bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Mm-hmm.